Hey guys, what's going on? This is Richard Chasing Anthems coming at you guys again with another podcast. Today, all the way out from Massachusetts, we have Planet Mercury. Chris Woo-hoo. Lovejoy, go ahead, take it away, man. Introduce the band and let's get rolling. Woo. All right. Heck yeah. Thank you so much for having us on, fellas. Uh, we are Planet Mercury. We are based out of, I guess, we tell everyone the Boston, Worcester, Massachusetts area. Um, I'm joined today by my lovely colleague, Michaela Logan, who shreds lead guitar um, and sings some lovely harmonies. And yeah, I sing leads and play some rhythm. And then we are also, uh, we have a, a bass player that is somewhere, <laughs> somewhere doing something. Doing uh, what bass players do. That's <laughs> what he's doing, dudes. We'll leave that up to the <laughs> listener's imagination. And uh, yeah, that's us, man. That's great, man. Well, how'd you, okay. So how many people are in the band and then how'd you guys get started? Uh, three full time yeah. right now. Um, we're kind of in the search for slash next chapter of finding a drummer. Um, Ooh, yeah. So that's tough, right? It is. I love how you I, didn't I, really I just, have like a definitive answer there. Like, <laughs> may, like the Pat's kind of in and out, but not really. Uh, <laughs> like, he's on his way out because he missed this call. But you know, like, dang it, Pat! But yeah, you should be. But yeah, slapping the bass, slapping the skins, just we're slapping stuff. That's sick, man. That's cool. Well, finding I, I can tell you, me and Travis, we've had the same. Um, you know, finding a good drummer. There's a lot of people that say that they're drummers, and a lot of them are drummers. But like finding a drummer that's in your genre and how you want them to play is sometimes tough, right? Mm-hmm. Drama. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. We had that. Chris was our drummer for a minute. Um, and then he had to step up and be frontman. He's like Dave Grohl. He's basically the new, the next Dave Grohl. Let's not put saying. that on. Let's not put that that kind of head on. <laughs> He's gonna just speak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm reading his book right now. I'm reading his uh, the storyteller book. Right, it's like, so cool, guys. Um, I'm just so good. I'm so good looking. That I, just, <laughs> I need to be in front of the pack and not in the back. You know. Who puts this on the drums? Come on. <laughs> It can't be confined. You need to work that stay. I know that feeling. Yeah. I yeah. left the drums in the car. I'm ready to sing, eh? <laughs> that's him, basically. That dude. That's it. That's what happened. Yes. That's yeah. so cool. And you guys write all of your own stuff. You guys are original. Do you guys sprinkle some covers in there when you're like playing these super long shows sometimes? Because sometimes that has to happen, right? To get your name out there a little bit. Uh yeah, we play like a lot of like the pop punk like staples by like Blank or Green or Green, I was like Green 182 by Blink or Green Day. <laughs> there you go. I mean, it's all the same. Um, and then, like, I don't know, whatever else we're feeling. But yeah, usually to like, if it's like a young crowd that's like really into it, and then we just play like one of the classics, then people just kind of like lose it for a minute and it helps get everybody's attention back. So you're like, that was cool, right? You ready for ours? Because it's better. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> yes yeah. yeah we we try to like do our covers really crappily so then our originals sound much better <laughs> yeah i mean that's genius the the strategy hasn't really panned out yet but <laughs> we're kind of sticking to the plan and uh seeing where it takes us but uh yeah we've gotten that feedback quite a bit they're like man those those covers are terrible but the originals are good and we're like great hey, <laughs> yeah great guys cool. cut the check huh yeah. So you guys are in Boston. I saw Cambridge. That's that's where Harvard's at, right? Are you guys? Uh, we got some intellects in the group here. No, 
No. <laughs> none of us went to Harvard. None of us could probably get into Harvard. No, no. But um, you, I'm sure you play the clubs around there, you know? Take all those rich kids. Get money. a parking pass. I was actually deferred from Harvard, so I've held a grudge against them for my entire life, basically. <laughs> uh, not to make it real, but I forgot about that until you mentioned. No, it. Oh you my know God. what? Once upon a time, they're gonna, like they're gonna be over. sorry. <laughs> yeah. so, so like, sorry. You applied. You're like, I'm so good looking. I'm such a good drummer. This is a shoe in, and then exactly. I was like, that's what they need at Harvard, like, right? It, yeah, but, you're like Zuckerberg's got nothing on me. Yeah. yeah, I actually, did the Nirvana intro. Da, da, da. Like, get out of here. Get out of here, boy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Quick derail. I worked with this union rep and he uh, he wore a Harvard jacket one day on the, the job site. And I was like, oh, that's cool, man. You went to Harvard. He's like, yep, took a weekend class, got a certificate, and I bought the jacket. <laughs> nice. <laughs> like, all the ladies think I went to Harvard. I'm like, well, okay. you did. <laughs> Good for you, buddy. <laughs> well, I, I hope that works out well. But uh, yeah. oh man, okay. Well, okay, so back to you guys. Um, what was it like? So you guys formed. You're in Boston. You guys formed. How how did that begin? And then how were you able to take it from that little seed and grow it into this like tree that you guys have now? Um, so we started. We actually had someone else before Chris came also on the drums um so we started like with that little group that we kind of met on craigslist um (laughs) yeah you know i want to come back to that i got it something okay keep going (laughs) um but yeah so we and then like the other drummer like went to school with pat um so we were like playing together for a while around like Worcester in boston and i think we kind of took advantage of the fact that the other drummer and pat were still in college so like a lot of their friends would come out to shows and like we'd play like college house shows and stuff like that um until we kind of like you know like made a name for ourselves in the area um and then we were like wait we can travel and so we decided to like start going on little like weekend trips and like week-long tours and stuff and then we just kind of grew from there and haven't stopped so is this full-time for you guys or do you mean this is you guys weekend warriors? I mean, cause here, yeah. let, just for our <laughs> listeners to hear. So I did a little research on Spotify. You guys have 1275 monthly listeners, which is huge in the Spotify world. Your song burn got 185,000 plays. Yes. That's, that's wild. I mean, in today's that's an accomplishment. Day, yeah. Uh, you got cynical serrate at 44,000. I mean, the list goes on. You guys are putting up numbers. Thank you. How, how did you get there? Let us know. Are you, are you guys playlisted or just grinding um, or all the above up and down the coast? Yeah. Both, I guess, or all, yeah, all of it. Like I, I think burn got like, it caught on to like, uh, I forget what, but it was on like some playlist or like discover weekly or something and that uh, like really caught on for a while so it was like it was going for a couple months um and we didn't really expect it to because like we released it like four years ago maybe like when we were still very much like a little band and then it just kind of caught on we're like well that's that's pretty cool <laughs> uh but yeah and then after that we just like I have had some playlists here and there um but really just like trying to get out and do as much as possible um that's kind of been the game plan i mean when chris was playing drums the numbers were really high i don't know what happened yeah i agree uh... (laughs) (laughs) 
There was a steady uh, fall. You said, what time did you say you joined? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so are you guys, are you signed to a label? Are you guys just doing the independent thing? How are you guys doing this? We're totally independent right totally now. Independent. I mean, like everything that we do, we don't have a manager. We don't have anything like all the tours that we set up, the shows that we do, that's all mainly Michaela and Pat, like they just do it. They, they do um, a great job of just like pushing what we want to do. And, um, you know, Pat went to school, I think for music um, and marketing and stuff like that. So he's, and, you know, learned and has talked with other musicians as well that have been around the area for him to kind of learn from. And, um, you know, we've just been doing it that way for a couple of years now. So who's Pat again, bass player. Oh, not the sure. guy who's not here. Oh man. I, so I got, I got a question for you, Chris. So you were the drummer and then yep. you put the drums down, you picked up the guitar and you went up front and now you play rhythm guitar and you sing. What was that transition like for you? Was it a pretty seamless transition? I mean, cause you got rhythm. So going and playing rhythm guitar, did you already know how to play guitar? How did that transition? Yeah. So I've played, uh, drums are my first instrument. Like I've been playing that since I could hold chopsticks and like my parents would set me up with pots and pans on my floor when I was a baby and I would do that. And my dad's a, a musician, he plays piano. So I grew up going to like all of his fifties and sixties classic rock gigs. So I like drums are my thing. Um, but I picked up a guitar when I was like nine, I think the first time that I heard American idiot, the album, um, oh okay I, I, like wake me up with september ends is one of the first songs that i learned how to play on guitar and i was like this is cool man like <laughs> billy joe is cool like they got a sweet band like i want to just i love this and i did theater growing up too so like i like to perform for people and like entertain you know um so and when i was in college i played in a band called stink 182 my senior year and we did, like, <laughs> all of the covers like that like i yes. frontman for that which was super fun because that was my first time like really frontman like in college I would just drum and I did some acapella stuff, but playing in a band and playing guitar and singing at the same time, I've always wanted to do that. And I got to do that then. And then when I got the opportunity to do that with uh, Planet Mercury, it was just like, whoa, this is going to be sweet. I can't wait. Um, and we kind of like, we had, the transition happened in like late of 20, late 2020. And then in the spring and summer of 2021 was when we were like, okay, what are we going to do? Like, do we want to find a fourth person? Like, could we swing it? Like if we kind of, if Michaela stayed on guitar, but we swapped like, cause Pat plays drums a little bit. I play some bass. So we tried it that way too. And then we were like, uh, well, nah. Um, so <laughs> the rhythm and singing baby. Uh, and it's been super fun and it's just, uh, I got to remind myself, like, I got to tell, like, if I could go back and tell like 10 year old me that I would be singing and playing guitar and a pop punk band and you'd be like let's go now so were you always so so when you started you were the drummer this other guy was singing um is he on any of the recordings and do you sound like him so like when you go and you, are you just singing or or is it you now and like you kind of have a little bit different of a sound um, and you kind of own it yeah so he's uh he was on the whole record that we just released and everything before that but he and the one song that I sing leads on on the new record, or I get that came out in like August or September of last year, is called Do Wop You Want. And we wrote that and we brought it to the studio. And I was like, dude, like, let's, I'll kind of sing on this. He's like, yeah, let's do it. Like, this is your tune, man. Um, so that's the one song on the record that is just me leads for the whole thing. Um, 
but we don't sound like really anything alike. Like he's got like a very, I mean, he's, I enjoy his voice. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's softer and like it fits for what he was doing kind of a deal. Um, but like with what I do, it's kind of just more like I grew up just listening to green day all the time and like the beat <laughs> and stuff like that and like, and doing theater. So like, you've got to be able to sing really loud and like oh, yeah. push and like know what you're doing. So I think I get like, Again, this is not like bad mouthing Jerry at all, but like I, I think that I just have like a louder voice, and that kind of sounds different recording and live, obviously. Um, but like this last tour that we just did in March was, so, I mean, a lot of people were hearing us for the first time, and like people would come up to us after the show and be like, "Oh, this is so great! Like we enjoy listening to you guys. Like can we get any of your stuff?" And uh, we can't wait to listen to the album. And I was just like you're in for a big surprise <laughs> same voice but it's still good music you know um but it's it's still weird like i don't know how to go about that because it's like you know we we had fun with that lineup and we really came into our own like in the beginning of 2020 like right after uh, one of the big first tours that i was a part of as a drummer um and then you know just like changing that all up still having him on the record um but with a different kind of sound now that i'm singing live and doing that and, and moving forward like still doing the drum parts and doing like the, the lead vocals and stuff like that. So it's been fun, you know? So you, are you guys going to record more? And now you're just, you're, you're, I mean, obviously you're the front man now. So like, are you guys, you have any more slated or you're going to tour the stuff you have? We just, uh, in no, November, we, uh, <laughs> we did some, we did some tunes, um, <laughs> at our, at our little studio spot that we work with, uh, the lovely Mike Dwyer in Cairo, New York. Um, at the bunker recordings he we did the first full-length record with him and then we've basically gone through him for um everything else mm -hmm. that's been done since then um so yeah we got four tunes one of which is already out if you uh haven't heard it already it's called love suicide yeah so. i was actually that was the name i was trying to look up so tell break that down a little bit i mean i know that's very punk rock of a name but like <laughs> you break break down with how'd you arrive at that name and what's the meaning behind it? Cause I'm sure there's some good story there. Oh gosh. Um, I don't even, I mean, I think, did I write that? Like when Jerry was still in the group, like as the drummer, I just like, yeah, I remember playing good. it like for a while before we actually like wrote it. So I think it was done for a few years, but I don't know. It's like Romeo. I'm not going to speak for you, but it, like Romeo and Juliet. No, speak for of, him. I, I want to hear yeah, your speaking. Yeah. yeah. What is your? <laughs> yeah. We're tired yeah, of Chris. Let's move it's on. Like, I don't I mean, know. Chris, Pat. I mean, we're we've moved on. Okay. <laughs> we want to hear the real funny. artist here. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Like forbidden love. Like I guess is what I what I take from it. Um, but like in a less like boring Shakespeare way, like in a cool punk rock way. Um, so so it doesn't mean falling in love is the death of you. Not necessarily. Okay. Cuz I, I kind of that that was the way I took it. I was like, oh, I could see that like, you know, certain relationships you can't get out of is is might as well be He's dead. also 45 and grew up where like <laughs> punk rock is yeah. the devil and like oh, <laughs> whoa, you know. whoa 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 whoa. No, that's good though, man. That's great. Like I I, I found it. I actually have my songbook right next to me on my desk. Let's go. Like, but I'm an idiot and I didn't freaking date it. Um, oh, so I don't know when I wrote this, but. I never date uh, mine either, man. It's all good. I think. Your handwriting. 
Hey, thank you. Yeah, the handwriting. You got to do handwriting, man. That's like, right, man. Like you can't type it out. It's not no. the same. You like scribble it, you know? Do you That's feel it if you type it out? Is it even real if you type it out? If you don't put pen to paper, is it real? I don't think it is. No. Break um, up the songwriters. Come on. The love fest <laughs> has got it. We're talking about suicidal love here, okay? Uh, like, uh, we're going dark. Um, yeah, and I'm trying to think of, like, I think it was probably during sometime during 2020 that I had written this. Um, I was kind of getting more into, you know, songwriting when I had literally nothing else to do. Um, but... <laughs> Yeah, when I was putting this together, it was it was very much like a forbidden love, Romeo and Juliet kind of a deal. That's actually the original title, Love Suicide R and J, like Romeo and Juliet. I was like, okay, like keep that, run with it. Keep, you know, finish the song the next time we're gonna. But this, the chorus is the first thing that I wrote. And if suicide is calling it rejection, I don't think I want to waste my time. So it's just like you might be so head over heels about something, and then if it doesn't work out. And you're thinking about the worst of the worst, like, just get over it, you know, like, just don't like, obviously, literally don't kill yourself. But like there and then you take that as a metaphor too. like it's and then, yeah, the forbidden love you want to like get with whomever and do this thing and everybody else thinks that it's wrong and you think it's a little wrong. And then you just like if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. If it's not, it's not. But don't don't go crazy about it. You're not married yet. I'm not actually live with my girlfriend. Um, okay, yeah, I was I was gonna take notes. I was like, man, this is really good. I should probably say this to my wife no, later. No. Maybe I shouldn't say it to my wife later. Let me ask you this though: Did she ask you after, like, what the heck did that mean? Oh, now, I've heard that. Oh, you haven't heard that one yet. <laughs> oh, yeah, so, <laughs> oh, Chris, like, we're not there yet, you know. But uh, like with suicidal. Like, yeah. What is yeah, that okay. supposed to mean? Like, <laughs> I, that song's I, not about me. I didn't hear a single story from me and you really in there. <laughs> Who is that about? Yeah. Who's Romeo? Who's Juliet? Who are they? Huh? Who's this Juliet character? Yeah, I, I could pull up some lyrics and then we were looking at it and we're like, yeah, this is great. My wife's like, that's not me. You didn't write that about me. <laughs> I'm like, we'll back up the bus a little bit. All right. Like, that's hard, dude. That is, that's actually really hard to, to, cause you want to like, you want to write great things about your partner or your life. And sometimes like, you just got to do the opposite, you know, like you got to just write other stuff because yeah. there's more than what's going on in your personal life going on in the world. And if you can like get that out there to somebody, whether it's, I mean, and this is a debate about that. I feel like so many artists struggle with. It's like, if you're writing about something that you haven't personally gone through, then it's like, people don't really look at it the same as if it's something that you did personally go through. But dude, like, that's what storytelling is. Like, it's, I mean, it doesn't have to have happened to you personally, but you can convince a bunch of people that this is something that's happening or that has happened. Like, kudos to you. Who cares if it's true or not? Like, that's art, man. Like, you got, and there's so many more possibilities that you can do with that too, you know? Yeah, there, there's a lot of artists when life is just going too good that they just kind of fall off that wagon. So, Chris, I think you should just go break up with her. Let's just, let's write some good music, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's just your life is too good, man. I, I see the grin on your face. You're like you're about ready to go buy the ring. And I'm telling you right now, for the sake of Planet Mercury <laughs> and Michaela's uh, future career as a rock star, like. <laughs> Yeah. Just cut it off, man. Let's get. We need. Well, some it depends. Pain. Does she play music? If she plays an instrument, man, it's it's over. But the count. 
No, she's a, um, she's actually a podcast producer. She's at work right now. She works. Um, oh, that's cool. Wait, wait, yeah. wait. Can we? Uh, let's edit that part out. We might need her. Okay. <laughs> 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 All right. I do a lot of uh, retracting of statements. Boot in mouth, so to speak. That's what we say in California when you can taste your own leather. Ah! Oh, what, what, what's her name? We'll, we'll, we'll write her a song and post it on TikTok or something. We are like the male Taylor Swift. <laughs> her name is Nicole. Um, but yeah, she actually, she works a lot with um, like comedians because we actually just oh, moved ooh. to Jersey City because I was living in Boston for the past couple of years and she was living in Brooklyn. And then we were like, let's just do this thing, man. Like, let's move in together. And because I also do acting too. So it's like, this is oh, a fun place man. to be. Still going back for rehearsals and shows, working on the, the band stuff with, uh, with the PM. Um, but yeah, so we're in Jersey That's City. super fun. And you said that you guys have gone on tours now. You started with weekend tours and you did like week-long tours. You're up in Boston. How far south? Have you traveled the whole East Coast? Have you guys kind of stayed in the Northeast there? Yeah, we've Tell gone them, as south as florida as we just did uh in march was our longest and farthest trip um we went as far west as chicago like all the way down the middle down texas over like a big square of half the country so eventually we'll explore the other half the west coast where you over here come, come on out baby come yeah. on out you're ready man you gotta Hopefully, hit seattle we're in like central Cali. So like Yosemite and then just barely about an hour from there, hour and a half. God's country. Basically you just look that up and it's, uh, ah, that's where we're from. <laughs> no, no, but seriously, BFE. you guys come over to the, the BFE. Yeah, we are in the BFE. You guys come over to the West coast, hit Seattle, Portland, down through, uh, Northern California to Sacramento, down to LA, and then hit us up when you guys are out here. Cause we're going to have to hang out outside of online presence. What's up? Yes, yeah, man. I would love to. Leave Pat at home, though. I'll play bass for you guys. <laughs> no, Let's give him a call. Come, Richard. Give oh call. yeah, dial him so in, man. Fun. What time is it out there? Do that? What time it is, is it? Nine. It's nine thirty. Oh, that's too late. That's way too late. No wonder he's not. On. He's probably sleeping. <laughs> What's his number? Let's call him. We'll block this. Uh, are, are we doing that? <laughs> yeah. I, I just want to like disclose that I can't be responsible for whatever comes out of his mouth. <laughs> oh, that's okay. That's okay. We have editing software. <laughs> All right, cool. He might not even uh, answer. It's going to be a random number. He's probably not going to pick up if it's a random number. That's what I'm saying. He's like, dude, I'm not uh, talking to this warranty guy again. <laughs> I don't need to refinance my house. I don't have a house right now. <laughs> Should we leave a message? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, cool. Absolutely. Because that'll be cool, too. He'll get it later, and then that'll be... Oh, he's super Boston. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yo, Pat! Please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Hey, Pat, what's going on? This is Richard with Chasing Anthems, and Travis here. We're here with Pat or with Planet Mercury with Chris Lovejoy and Michelle, and we're so excited to have you on the air. Say what's up, guys! What up, hey, brother? We miss you, man. Miss That's you. all we got. Till next time. Hope you're having fun out in Dorchester, my man. We'll talk to you soon, eh? Sorry, one of my best friends yeah. lives in Boston, man. Dude, when you said the God's Country thing, I was like, when we did our first tour in 2020, I was like, there was a moment where Pat and I were driving. We were in like the deep south, man. We were in like somewhere off the grid in Georgia or something like that. And we were just looking around at all of these trees. <laughs> 
and flags and stuff. And we're, and I'm like, dude, we are in. This <laughs> and then I look over at him. I'm like, dude, no, seriously though. Like, where do you think God's country is, man? And he looks at me, he looks back and they look back at the He looks back without hesitating. He just goes, Southie. And then he just keeps driving. And I'm like, <laughs> dude, that, I laughed for like five minutes straight. Like it was the funniest thing. <laughs> because he meant it oh my god he meant it it was great oh now <laughs> oh man break down southie for me because i've heard that reference in like movies and stuff like that and i can't think of the one that's coming to mind that i just recently watched but that's like a place in boston it's just like the neighborhoods like they like the break them up into like nicknames uh yeah for whatever reason i don't know and i'm gonna text i'm gonna text my boy what what's part of southie you from dog he lives in dorchester which is like right on well actually he lives in danvers now he runs a uh like a little um golf course place uh indicott grill i think is what it's called danvers though yeah i think it's called danvers is danvers a place in boston okay it's yeah like outside of boston yeah so hey what can we plug it before we we wrap it up we got a couple things we like to do what can we plug you guys in on what do you guys have futurist uh coming up in the future um what talk about some of the stuff that you guys have now maybe stuff that uh we didn't mention or if there's anything that you want our listeners to listen to or go check out what would it be uh, yeah, there's that, that new single for sure. Um, let's keep the traction on that. Um, What's left it called? Suicide. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, who asked me that question? <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then, yeah, we have more recorded songs in the works. So if you like what you hear, more to come. Um, don't know when, so don't ask. Um, but yeah, we just have more new music and hopefully more traveling to do um, before the year is up. So um. Now, do you guys have socials, uh, online oh, yeah. sites, or anything like that that we could direct them to? Yeah. Yes. Uh, Instagram is Planet Mercury Band. Twitter, Planet Mercury Mass. Facebook, Planet Mercury. Uh, we have our little website, um, planetmercuryband.shopify.com, something like that. Um, lots something of cool like stuff there. Um, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yes. Definitely the, check out the merch stuff. Um, yeah. We have exclusive cool. merch that is bundled with our single that you can't get after we say you can't get you it. Can't get- <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> yeah. And this isn't like, yeah, Exclusive. we made like a thousand and the next time we go on tour, if we have any leftover, like we'll sell it. No, dude. Because no. it's order. Once it's done, it's made. done. Once it's That's done, it. Donzo. I saw so. you guys had records on your site. Who do you guys yeah. use for that? Because I, I thought about that would be a fun, you know, thing to give uh, Richard's Check mother for Christmas. Give my mom, mommy. What was, what was the company? I don't even remember who they who it was. I don't know. Pat, I um, think was. He, yeah, it took like it, many Gosh, months to the- get those. <laughs> many, yeah. yeah, yeah. I heard Jack Long White time. actually started a company because I guess there's not many companies that are actually pressing records anymore, yeah. and like he was like urging all the major labels to get back into it because punk rock is pushing that, you know. So mm-hmm. punk rock would push that. <laughs> You so Jack White, right? Jack White, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So on a scale of one to ten, I mean, just looking at Richard, I mean, how punk rock do you think he is? Would you give him like a, a two? Dude, I have a beard, bro. A, a three? Yeah. Come on. It's tough because we can't see your background. That yeah. Is- oh, oh no, no, I'm in my. Yes. All right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Turn it on. All right. All right. There's gonna I mean, be like rainbows so we home- and butterflies. We homeschool my kids. <laughs> okay. So I'm in the schoolroom. There's no defense. Homeschool is very punk. Homeschool <laughs> is very punk rock. Oh, it didn't even come off yet. Come well, on. Well, then I'm very punk rock because we homeschool too. 
Hey, you're batting a thousand. Let's see. Yes. Come on, brother. Let's see it, Richard. He's so stalling. Look at this guy. I don't know. No, I, you know, I don't care. Someone's cleaning behind him. He just doesn't want us to know. Oh, oh, oh my gosh. That's that's the wrong button, guys. I'm sorry. (laughs) All right. Well, okay. He called me the old one. Ah, there we go. Sorry. Look at those Sorry. curtains. Okay. Look at this. Okay. Look at this. You see? Very DIY, very punk. I like it. Okay. I would say. Yeah, and the 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 angle of the hat too, like, and with the facial hair and the buttons all the way up on a short sleeve button down. I just saw for the first button time. Down. <laughs> Whoa! You so should far. see my short shorts. I, okay, <laughs> this is tough because it's like. 90s punk and ska punk, I would say, would be your bag. He's not like MGK, like pink guitar punk? No. No. He Mm. should be grateful for that. I am very grateful for that. (laughs) (laughs) I would have called him MGK, but, you know. Awesome. Well, what's my number? What do I get? Final. Hit him. Punk out of 10? Probably Mm -hmm. like like a good, like a strong six. Let's take a D's get degrees, baby. D's get yeah. oh, C's get degrees. Let's <laughs> yeah. go. Yeah. Singer to singer. I feel like the table was a little stacked on that one, but it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> our, our last thing, and this is kind of a big hit, and because you guys have toured all over the place, I'm super excited for this next one. It's a question that we ask everybody because everybody's had one who's gone on tour and played a bunch of shows and a bunch of in front of a bunch of people, what was your guys's worst show? Like, did you guys drop a guitar? Did somebody fall off stage? Was there people throwing big old cans of beer at you? Did you get a tomato slung at you? What do you got? Uh, luckily, nothing like tragic has happened on stage. Honestly, knock on wood. Um, but I mean, off stage. <laughs> if you want to talk about that, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Well, whatever you oh. got. Well, okay. This was uh, like <laughs> I think honestly the first show that I played with Planet Mercury was. Oh yeah. I. Oh yeah. Oh, there yeah. we go. Yeah. Oh yeah, moment. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I okay. Just joined the band September of 2019. Like we'd rehearsed it maybe twice, and but I'm feeling good. Like, this is music I grew up playing. Like I love it. We we're vibing. It was great. I also had just seen the movie The Dirt in the spring of that year, which is a Motley Crue <laughs> biopic. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. In addition to already having seen like Green Day and like Blink and like that punk lifestyle, it's like, oh, it's cool, it's fun. But this is Motley Crue and they drink Jack Daniels and do Coke and a lot of drugs and it's crazy. And I'm like, ooh, rock and roll, baby. <laughs> so I get just the drunkest I've ever been in my life. That was the only substance that I used that night, just, just alcohol. Um, Jack Daniels, Tennessee Fire, get so like there's we we put it's a house show for Boston University. There's like five or six bands on the bill, which is already not great. That's a lot of bands. <laughs> and <laughs> the basement, like it's gonna be fun, you know. But it, we got time. Oh, we there you go. You came there back. You we lost you for a second. You were getting so into it. We're like, yes. <laughs> Except my air my AirPods were trying to connect. I'm like, what? They're not even in the room. How is this happening? Um, but yeah, so we got the Tennessee fire and I'm just, and I, I brought eyeliner too. So oh, yeah. I'm like drinking this, I'm putting some on myself. I'm putting some on Pat who has, I don't think ever used eyeliner in his life before. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, this is a bit of a And 
we're and then we have to go on and play like an hour after I'm just off the rails and it's my first show and we play and I like can't do hardly anything like, yeah, I thought it was we just I thought we were sounding good but I'm still like this is <laughs> and uh, we played I don't know my and then my, my kick pedal broke somehow like, that was the least of our problems <laughs> <laughs> like this is why i'm playing bad is because this broke this yeah. stupid pedal <laughs> so we got through like i don't know three or four songs and then what, did you, what was the cover that you said we played like at, uh like, yeah we were like we got through a few songs and then me pat and jerry the old singer were like like what what do we do so we're like let's just play covers like we, he's got those so we played all the small things it was at like 50 BPM, I swear to you. Like everybody else in the house was so drunk, as was Chris, that nobody noticed. Like after the show, it was like, you guys are so great. Like I was like, how? Like, how did we possibly pull that off? You're borderline but, angry, trying to keep oh. everything together. You're like, mm. <laughs> and they're like, oh my gosh, you did so good. You're like, really? Did we did? Mm, mm, yeah, okay. yes, exactly. <laughs> I found a picture. I took a picture of the Pat eyeliner immediately after. Dude, oh, this is not good. Okay. I have so, one of you smoking a cigarette through your nose. This is Pat hey, with Pat. eyeliner on. And dude, <laughs> I like barely remember taking this picture. It was at 8.47 p.m. <laughs> and we played at like 11, maybe. Not a good time to be doing this. And then, uh, oh, there's this. This was cool. This is what Michaela was just talking about. There's a Tommy Lee type deal, just cigarette. Right after you watched it, man. <laughs> and that was a different night. Um, and I was sober for that night. That was a great show. That was fun. Um, but yeah, I would say that the first show that I ever played with Flannery Mercury was probably my worst. Yeah, that was. Hey, that was you, a good one, you guys. You live to fight another day. Yep. There you go. That's rock and roll. We had a show actually right the there. next day, like the next afternoon. And I remember <laughs> he showed up and just like the look of like oh. apology on his face was just like. I, I've always had a rule in music and we, we're we good about this, but other people are, especially because we get hired guns a lot of times to play with us. But it's like, you need to practice the way you play. So if mm -hmm. you are going to get trashed, you better practice that way. <laughs> so we know exactly what's going to happen when yes. we hit that stage. Cause we've had an experience where we played in a different band where our bassist just got hammered and it was, it was quite the show. Yeah. <laughs> and he yeah. was, he's a big, 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 big guy. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, we got to know what we're going into uh, with that situation, but yes. I'm glad that they didn't boot you, Chris. And then you got promoted out of the deal. Yeah, right? <laughs> I, I knew. I was like, this kid's so good. This will end tonight. <laughs> and we're going to restart tomorrow and have Poor a great Michaela. time. I feel so bad for you, Michaela. You have like a heart of gold. And uh, no, I think you need to move out of Boston. <laughs> she said, I certainly do not. That's a punk rock answer right Ooh, there. Right? There we go. There we go. Well, hey, thank you guys so much for joining us and going along this ride. We really hope that you guys make it out this way so we can connect. Or maybe, hey, we might go out that way. We got family or Richard's got family on the East Coast. And so we've talked about doing that at one of these days. But uh, yeah, thank you guys so much. We are going to be cheering you guys on from afar staying connected and we're going to encourage all of our listeners and social to come check you guys out so thank you so much and we will catch you guys all on the next one peace later
Yeah, it's just a Saturday night, no need to think twice. Got my chucks on hat back, looking alright. Expectations are low, but I'm feeling alright. Didn't think it'd be the knife that would change my life. I'm swinging.